What is up, Sean? Man, there's just something about that music. I mean, it gets me fired up. It really I'm like, does. Come on, let's do this. I tell you what, to start off the episode, I, right. I have an apology to make. You have an apology? I do. Oh, in the beginning? All right. In the last episode, we yeah. talked about how we had to record, you know, in a storage closet. We did have to record in a storage and closet. And we shouted out some people that, uh, you know, we're working on the new bathroom. Construction. And we forgot to shout out. It came to my attention. It was known to me that we forgot to shout brought out. brought it up. Somebody very important. Very important. Without them, there Without be, water, you can't have a bathroom. Without water, you can't have a bathroom. And we wanted to... So we're going to get some free advertising now. Free advertising. And we're going to shout out Yato Plumbing. One of our sponsors. Sure. Free sponsor. <laughs> free. So if you, if you you know, have a clogged toilet, yeah. you're building a new home, you need a repair, go to Yato Plumbing. Go to Yato call Plumbing. Them. Actually, let's see. I have a number here. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you can call them. At, here, let's actually get some music, too, while we're at it. Uh-oh. You can call them. Yato Plumbing at 618-281-8354. And they will take care of all of your plumbing exactly. needs. Exactly. They're a Christian-based values. I mean, Taking care of the right way. So call them. Give them a ring. Best plumbers in the area. Shout out. All right. You're buying yeah. our new microphones, Yato Plumbing. Just telling you right now. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. It is so good to be on another podcast. It's good to have Kelly with us this morning and or afternoon or evening, however you're listening to this podcast. And uh, Exactly. Kelly, if you uh, just turn this thing off, I know you have like 25 kids at home. Maybe you could just remind us of their names and what grades they're in and uh, what or stages of life. Six, oh, six. 25 would be yeah. a lot. And so listen. Yes, we do have six kids at home. Um, well, not You're a busy home, lady. You're a busy mama, that's for yeah. sure. Jake is 23. Carson is actually really soon. Can to you be guys 20. believe it that Jamie, Jamie and Kelly have a son that's 23 years he old? He will be 24 in June. What? And four-year-old twins. Yep. His, I mean, what a gap. Yep, what a gap. Yep. Carson's about to be not a teenager, which he's not actually that excited about. He's like, oh, now I have to grow up for real. And he's and in college like a real right adult now. When you're 20, 18 yeah, is not an adult. Once you're 20, I agree. I mean, maybe you're like a real adult. He has a job. He's, he's got a job in working college, in college, yeah. Like growing up. Responsible. Libby is- Playing soccer too, right? For uh-huh. college. Yep. yep. Still kicking that ball around. Yep. Awesome. That's Killing it. what he loves. And snowboarding, also what he loves. Yeah. Um, Libby just turned 18 and Lila just turned 15. And then the girls will, are four and a half, the twins. So Libby's a senior in high school. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, it's I know so Pastor sad. Jamie talks about it a little bit here and there, you know, obviously saying goodbye to another kid. And and. A new adventure for one of your new kids, obviously. That is a great way to put it. A new it. adventure, not new saying adventure. goodbye. There's no goodbyes, new adventures. Yes. But, uh, I mean, is she, like, staying in the area for college? Does she know? Or is she leaving? Like She knows. She knows. Not it's not far. public knowledge yet? Well, I mean, I, mean, it's you say on the I guess podcast it doesn't matter. Not. You know how teenage girls are. Yeah. Like, they want to make the commitment announcement yet? Maybe. Or? I don't know. Should we have her on the podcast? <laughs> The official, Libby, the Libby, official where are you announcement going? of Libby Bridges. She'll be um, close? Not far. Not far. Not far. Far enough that she will not be coming home on the weekends for dinner. I mean, potentially she could. Uh, yeah, I mean, she could. She could. Closer, we'll than, right Jake, closer than Jake is Closer right than Jake. Yeah. Where is Jake currently on the well, globe? Well, I actually don't know Did you, where he is. Did you hear that? Uh, let's on just continue map. on. Let's continue on. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for something. Wow. So, yeah. He's in Nepal, and actually, we just talked to him last night. So he left Kathmandu on an eight-hour bus ride into the mountains. I have no idea what city or village, but they'll be trekking the next nine days. So it is the most 
dangerous, number one. He just told me, I was like, is it safe? He's like, yeah, not really. I was like, oh, great. Nine Didn't you tell days, your mom yeah. after you've already left? Like, no shower. I'm sure they're going to the bathroom on the ground or in a hole. Wow. And then, um, no, we won't hear from them for nine days. And then they'll come back and do their debrief. And then they're back in Colorado, I think around the 18th, somewhere around so, February So, I mean, they're 18th. backpacks, literally yeah, walking from village yes. to village, sharing the gospel. Yes. Wow. Mats Without to running lay on water, the ground. no electricity, yeah, ground, he said no toilets. He wasn't sure if they had running water, but they took filters with them to filter out. Man. They've already had a stomach bug. Two of the girls had a parasite, which thankfully they're better. Wow. Now. And then, so everyone's healthy. Hey, listen, I got someone that takes care of parasites. They found something oh, that's not good. it's not approved in America, but well, apparently it's very good. Yeah, wow. can't, can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> as long as they're feeling better, that's well, what matters. Jake said it may or may not have been a cure for COVID, and so America did not allow it into the states. Interesting. Sounds yeah. about right. Sounds, it sounds yeah, right. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. Listen, that's good stuff. Well, we're glad that uh, they're all doing well. Yes. We can't wait to hear from Jake when he gets back and uh, all the things that he's the Lord's been having him do. But hey, listen. Next question. What do you got for us, Duncan? Hey, share with us your salvation story and kind of, because you grew up in a Christian home and just kind of share how that panned out. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian panned home. Panned out? I. Like she's not a Christian <laughs> anymore or what? Well, I guess it panned out fine. I'm still here. Um, yes, my mom and dad were both raised in Christian homes. Um, my mom's dad was a Baptist minister, actually. Very strict Baptist minister. We didn't wow, like, I did not know this. He was. He, I mean, he worked on the railroad, but then sure, Preached later on, on in his life, he he pastored a small Baptist church in okay. Pontoon Beach, Illinois. Wow. Um, and he was German, like hardcore. So we loved him, but he was very strict. Wow. He was like, he doesn't let us say dumb. Like, <laughs> You know, like, we don't want to go there. We can't say dumb. That is interesting. <laughs> so, um, really, though, I got serious with my walk with God my senior year mm-hmm. when I started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life. And for long, for, gosh, young teenage years, I always knew I wanted to go into ministry and be um, in youth ministry. And that's when my senior year, I was never a bad kid. Sure. Which I know that's so weird to say because I always feel like there are kids that are doing things they shouldn't be doing, but they're good kids. Right. Does that make sense? So, yeah. like, they do really love Jesus and have a a heart for him, but sometimes teenagers make really stupid choices. Yep, we're all growing, So right? when I say that, meaning I wasn't sleeping around and doing drugs. <laughs> that, sure. made, that makes you a good kid, I think. These yeah. Old, Your mom and dad raised I you, I wasn't right? lying. Christian I was, home. you know— not always lying. You would say, well maybe, well you would say maybe your senior year like is when you owned it. Yes. You owned I, your yes. salvation. I was like, oh, it it has was, to became be very me. personal. It wasn't yeah, mom and sure. dad, you know, yes. faith. It was your faith. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. And everybody needs to make that decision. Yeah. And so, I think everyone has to walk through that, whether yeah. it's early on, yep. later on. And sometimes you have to walk through it a few times. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, to remember. That's very true. You know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really good. And so I absolutely love that. And so, I mean, your dad, like, I mean, you, did your mom and dad kind of always know that you were going to be in full-time ministry? Like, um, how did they? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Was no. that a surprise to them? Because, I mean, it sounds like to me, like, from what you just said, like, ministry was something that you always had 
in your mind regarding, because you grew up, I mean, obviously you grew up church going every weekend, you know, all that kind yes. of stuff, when camps, conventions, open, we activities, yes. you know, uh, all, all that kind of, all, all yeah. the things that church kids do, you know? And yes. uh, so in this process, you know that like, hey, I, I, I have this sense or this feeling that I want to be a full-time youth pastor. I want to be in ministry. Yeah, I'm sure we never had a conversation about it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We don't say a lot of words at our don't house. Say a lot of words. Pretty quiet place. <laughs> it's a pretty quiet place, which actually is lovely. Yeah. Um, but my dad, well, I was maybe thirteen. I don't know what year he went. My dad actually had a dream about standing in front of a crowd, like preaching to people. I probably will botch the dream. He'll have to tell you all the details. And then he got invited to go on a missions trip to Guyana, South America. I think he was like thirty-five. 36, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and when he got up to speak, it was the same body of people that he had seen in his dream. Oh, wow. And so from that point on for the next like 10 years, we went to Guyana every summer. I only went like three times, but he went every year. And so building churches there, um, just ministering to people. And he still has great friends that he talks to all the time. But Jakes. I think that's probably really what birthed like wanting to be in ministry sure. in me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When did that? So your dad's thirty five. What do you, what year in school are you at this? I can't do math, Sean. Well, are you like when the first time you went? How old were you? What grade? Um, I was, I think I was eighteen. Eighteen years old. Okay, yeah. so you so were he a senior. had gone for a few summers prior Before, prior to, me. to you yeah. going. Yeah, no, that's really, I'd love to have yeah. a conversation yeah. with him about that. That's, that's incredible. Actually, I didn't realize, to have, I know he had gone multiple times, but I didn't realize 10 years in yeah. planning churches and- We need to have Mike Boone on the podcast. Mike Boone on the podcast. And so, all right, that'd be awesome. That'd and be uh, we might have to have the sunscreen. sunglasses no, and everything. Sunglasses yeah, and everything. eyes hurt us. What would you yeah, say, Kelly, hurt, to- uh, lights hurt his eyes. Before we jump into the next question, what would you say to parents uh, that have raised their kids in uh, Christian homes? Uh, but yet have not seen them. Because I'm sure your parents tell me, you're a good kid. You're making good decisions. They're raising you the right way. And maybe they, I, I can't speak for them. I don't know. But like maybe a parent's waiting for their kid to make their faith their own. What would you say to that parent? And being patient and, you know, those Be kind of patient. things. I know I'm being, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. And Be so. patient. Because there's three of us. And my brother, who is also a pastor now in Pennsylvania, was not a good teenager, Kaya. quiet because we're all quiet, but did not very good things. Sure. And, but he's a great, great man today. Yeah. So I always pray patience. God's timing. Yep. Listen to the Holy Spirit yeah. and trust him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'd say definitely, yeah, the, the Holy Spirit's a parent's best friend for sure. Best friend. Four. It gets kids in a lot of trouble. Absolutely. It can. Hey, listen, we're about to jump in One Life uh, Banquet season, and uh, we just Come got on. done with uh, our One Life Weekend where you and the trio, uh, the Holy Spirit, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. No, just kidding. Kelly, Kelly, and Christy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you guys, uh, that's what we call them here around the office. And so, and joking, joking. Joking, yes, exactly. But you guys are doing incredible work. It's been amazing to see what One Life has done and is doing and how it's affected so many people. Uh, adults uh, and kids, uh, you know, those kind of things. So help us understand. We just got done with the uh, service where Kelly talks about it. You talk about it. We present camp the weekend, get volunteers, and then our banquet. But maybe you could just quickly, before we ask a few other questions about One Life, maybe you could quickly um, help us understand the backstory. Why is why is One Life Ministry exist in our church? Um, 
years ago. You might know the date. I don't know the date. I you know Jamie, know the date. You know I it was the date. It's in November. I know I it was in November. I was sitting in the office all well, three of us. Well, we had heard about a ministry through the Assemblies of God. I mean, it's not a Assemblies of God ministry, but through, sure. um, you know, we all go, all people come together through the whole state, that thing. Like a district meeting? Yes, thank you. District council? Yeah. They were there and Jamie's like, this guy, he does a camp for kids in care. And I was like, we're going to do, I want to do that someday. So we had him in, we got trained, um, up and rolling our first year. Um, that was Royal Family Kids Camp. And then through the course of the first two years, we wanted to do more than just a week of camp. And so we decided to pull away from Royal Family Kids, but take everything that we learned from them because they have a really good um, training and basis for how they run camp. And then add things in so we could do through the year. So yeah. um, One Life Relief, which is relief for our families in our own church who are fostering families um, to give them some relief, which is insanely helpful. Yeah. And then um, One Life Free, which will be part of our sensory room is that to have family visits in there, which has been utilized many times. And then hopefully the dream behind that would be counseling sessions for bio parents, um, services maybe even that they we could provide here in-house for them. Um, there's a lot of vision still there that hasn't come to pass, but we pray that it will one day. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I, I mean, I'll just to back up real quick, I'll never forget when we were sitting in the office, up, when the office was upstairs. I mean, this was a handful of years ago. There was no new building, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I mean, at least five years ago, six years ago at this point. Well, we trained in 17. Yeah. So, so five many yeah, years ago yeah. that was. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I remember sitting in the office and you're just like, hey, listen, this guy needs to come speak at the church. I mean, me, you, Jamie, we're all sitting around the table. This guy needs to come speak. And Jamie's like, yep, absolutely. Let's get him on the schedule. All of a sudden you like get up and leave the office. <laughs> Give me his number. You walk into the <laughs> other office and she's on the phone like, talking to this person that we want to eventually in this year come in and speak three months and six yeah. months and whatever. You come back in the office and say, hey guys, he's coming. And you just gave us a It was like a, a couple of weeks away. Yeah, a couple weeks away. I didn't even away. ask, I don't think, like, nope, what was on the schedule. Nothing. And it was so funny. Uh, Jamie <laughs> just looks oh. up at me. I look at him and I'm like, the boss has spoken. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. And the rest is history, right? And everything kind of snowballed after yeah. that. And I knew I, we had a train at the camp one year. We couldn't put on camp for another year after that. So right. like to delay it would have just been, it was great timing. I it mean, was it was God's timing. timing for sure. It definitely was God's timing. That That is incredible. But so like if people are going to get involved in one life, like you said, they can go to camp. Right. Yeah. You know, which that's a that's an application process yes. that you have to go through and you can pick that up here at the church. It, they're at Shop Life right now. Shop Life. And it's Monday through Friday. What week is camp? Yes. Uh -oh, it's the sorry. last week of July. So I think it's the 23rd July. through the 28th. Yep. Last full week of July. I just want to... And it's a Sunday to if, Friday. Yeah. And volunteers go on Sunday. And it's like a missions experience. Oh, for right, sure. Duncan? I mean, incredible. you've been there. I mean... Yeah, 23rd through 28th mean, is right. Camp in general, one life in general, but really opens up my eyes to, you know, the foster care system in general. But the whole camp experience, so it's basically, yeah, it's a missions trip with the church pretty much. I mean, you got 60 people from the church. 90, right? Well, Almost adults. 100. Yeah. Adults. Almost 100. 100 adults from the we're church that are hanging out for a week. We're definitely outgrowing the campground that we're in. Which but I tell you what, the Lord. I mean, camp is obviously, you know, about foster kids, but one of the amazing things about camp too is I think it's a great bonding experience. Yeah. For sure. With, I mean, there's people that I probably never would have had conversations with, but yep. you're at camp and you're both suffering through it. And 
suffering. It's not really suffering. Loving it, you mean? Yeah. I love it. I love it. Some people I do too. Some people don't like sleeping. It's a hard week. That's not. But, I mean, we're not going to lie. But I mean, and then you, I mean, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's incredible. And then so you have one life camp that people can go to. Uh, and then there's one life relief. And uh, that's like if someone's like, hey, listen, I really want to be involved with fostering, but I'm not at the place that I'm interested at this point in actually bringing a student into my home. And I would like to serve another family. What is, just real quick, what are One Life Relief team members? How big is that team? What are they doing? So we, I'm not sure how many people we have on it right now. Probably 20-ish. Um, There's multiple teams though, right? Yes, because we have three fostering families in our church, which hopefully that continues to grow. And so Absolutely. every family has their own team. No one does two families. Gotcha. It's always the oh, same. Okay. One for consistency for the kids, and then it's just easier that way. So you give a one-year commitment, and that looks like uh, making a meal a month for whichever family you're serving, four hours of um, babysitting a month, and then some respite care, like a week of respite care. So that would be overnight stays in your home. And so if you are on the team and you're like, I can't take care of kids overnight, but I can cook, then that's what you do. Okay, yeah. You're not required to do those three things. You can just do one of one them. One of those three. Yeah. So you, there's people that are bringing you meals. There's people that are uh, having kids spend the night. I mean, yes. there's kids probably, I mean, do you ever get it where like, a you know, somebody's picking up a kid from school and then taking yes. them to an activity? Yeah, that is definitely okay. a part of it too. Like we have um, had a family that had two guys that needed to get to therapy from after school. Mm -hmm. So it was like, pick them up at school, take them therapy, sit there, take them home. Wow. I mean, so almost like you become like, correct me if this is incorrect, but you become like an aunt, an uncle, a grandma, yeah, a grandpa, sure. extended family yeah. to these folks. And How my incredible girls now is that? Know every, like our team that brings meals or our team that watches them, they'll say all the time, I want to go to Miss Jessica's house. I love it. Let me call Miss Jessica up right now. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, Amen. Amen. <laughs> In our small group, you know, we were last week talking about, you know, how to be involved with One Life, uh, you know, One Life Ministry, not One Life Just Camp, but One Life Ministry. And um, one of the ladies in our group says, she just makes meals for you guys. And uh, she says, I love it on Sundays. Those girls will come running up to me and be like, hey, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're here. You know, all those kind of yeah. things. And that is just to me like... I mean, it is so awesome. It's incredible. Yes, it and is. so there's there's many ways to be involved with the foster care ministry, one life ministry here at Life Community Church. And yeah. I would say jump in somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Jump in somewhere. Yeah. Don't don't sit on the sidelines. Get involved with yeah. what the Lord's doing. And you know, if you in foster can't, care ministry. Give us your money. Yeah. I'll take it. Well let's talk about the banquet <laughs> that's coming up. Yeah. What's the date on that? March tenth, Friday, March tenth. And you gotta have a ticket to go. Yes. At tables the are open and ready to be sold. So it's two hundred and fifty dollars um, a table. You can buy individual tickets. I think they're 25 a piece. Mm -hmm. um, you can go to our website, onelifemen.org, to register for your table. And then if you have silent auction basket items that you'd like to donate, we'll take those. Um, what are some of the things that are going to be donated? What are the things that they're they're going to be? I can tell we do have a, a dog. dog again this year. I saw it. We do have a dog. What kind of dog? And it is so cute. Uh -oh. It's a little dog this time. A little tiny dog. Yes. I mean, I held the thing yesterday the or two days thing, ago. It's a puppy. Sorry, I held the beautiful puppy. In my ha one hand. It's very tiny Do you know what right kind of puppy now. it is? It's only in? like two weeks what is old. It? It's a have-a-doodle. Yeah, whatever that means. Nice. Have a doodle? Have a doodle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is it is pretty. It's like half of a doodle. I'm I mean, joking. the thing was so small, I come around the corner, I thought people were holding it, a guinea pig. Yeah, it looks wow. like a guinea pig right now. Maybe How it's cute. smaller than a yeah. guinea pig. 
So there's a dog, there's vacations. We have a few vacations. We usually have Cardinal tickets. Cardinal tickets will be there. Typically. Those are just our live auction items and obviously our silent Uh, pockets. How much, let's just range. Be honest with us. How much are you guys, how much do we need to race at a normal banquet? Well, last year, what was it? 100 and. I think we did over 100,000. 100,000. Is that the goal usually every year? Because how much does camp cost? Like the first year, we didn't have a goal. We were like, we don't know what to expect. You know, and I think we did what? 35,000 maybe. And we were blown away by that. And then the next year, I think we did 50. And then last year we did 100. Sure. I mean, they're missing a few years in there, but. Might as well. um, Camp costs. $600 a kid, right? $600 a kid. That covers the two adults and the child and the food. Yeah. I mean, so even if someone's listening and they say, hey, I want to sponsor a kid to go to camp. That's $600. Which there's a moment in the auction of. With yes. that, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you guys pay for I everything, mean, go, everything. Everybody goes for free. Everybody, volunteers and kids, everyone everybody. goes for free. Yes. Food is and free. So, Taco Bell comes in. Taco I mean, Bell comes in. Yeah. And I'm telling you guys, Roger from the church, he incredible. cooks all of our meals. I mean, cook. I will say, yeah, camp is probably my favorite week of the year. It is incredible. You know why it's mine? Because someone cooks all of my meals. <laughs> it's awesome. And cleans them up. I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Man, it just, I, I don't know how much we can, more we can say. I have one more to say, just as far as like money and raising money, because you're like, oh, camp doesn't cost, it does not cost $100,000. But our dream one day is to have a one life house. Mm-hmm. So that would be for kids that are sleeping on the floors of DCFS because they're waiting on placements. They would have a place to come safe. So some of those kids stay a few days in an office that looks probably way worse than this one. And that would be a place of refuge for them just to come and stay for four or five days until they get placed. Um, Stuff would look like that. So that obviously is going to take way more money than one week of camp. Absolutely. So the the auction isn't just for camp. It's it's the ministry as a whole. Yes, it's the ministry as a whole for sure. Do a lot of things. I mean, just like the room that we We have here. We might get to go back into Bosco, we've heard. So hopefully that opens the door to that. So when we were going before, obviously One Life... Money was using that every month to mm-hmm. go into buy and feed the kids at Bosco and minister to them. Yep. So, One yeah. thing I want to I want to ask is share share a little bit. I know Jamie's probably shared on a Sunday morning, but of the process of you and Jamie going from just you know One Life Ministry to actually fostering one of your own or two of your own, I guess. Well, it took a while. I'm very slow to things. I'm a procrastinator. Very good at it. Um. I'm also a like processor. to process. That's a great yeah. way. I'm a, a processor. processor. I like to think through the things before I do them. And um, you saying Jamie just likes to jump? Jump, <laughs> jump. He did not jump into oh, foster care. Gotcha. I mean, we did actually. You end guys up jumping. switched roles. That's on this not one. true. We didn't because our kids did not. The twins didn't come through like traditional. You get licensed. You get a call. You take the kid. Ours, we did respite for Maya first and met her that way. And then her family was moving with the military. And then, like, by the way, she has a twin who lives in a different house at the time. And so they were like, would you be willing to take her when we move? Mm-hmm. And so we just said yes. And then we got licensed. We were in the process of it, but it is, like, the most ridiculous process to try to get licensed. It is worth it, is obviously. Crazy. But it's just a lot with a lot of paperwork. Things get lost because the state's not up to speed on like email. Um, so it is a really long process, but that sped it up quickly. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously there's, the need is so large. Yeah. It's so large. That they're like, if they can find a healthy home, 
parents that are willing, yes. they're gonna they're gonna yes. make some adjustments to and make it work. And then it's like kinship placement because you've had a relationship with her already. Yeah. Um, yeah, there sense. are kids that need homes every single day. Every day. How, how From often? Newborn I, to seventeen. How often is the One Life office getting a phone call asking about placement? Well, we don't get that. Okay. That doesn't come through us, but we also team up with the Restore Network of Monroe County. Yep. And Monroe, and Restore Network gets a lot of calls. So, gotcha. and we, a lot of us sit on that leadership team. So we see them when they come in. Yeah. Around Christmas time, it was crazy. Really? It's been a little bit slower, but yesterday I think we had two or three. Wow. And they're yeah. just like, pray for, you know, a five year old, pray for a sibling group. Yeah. But then we know those kids are coming into care. Sure. It will be soon. Any place. I mean, just yeah. to share this uh, stat from your guys' website, maybe for the listeners, it says that over 21,000 kids in foster care just in Illinois. Wow. And the 874 of those are in St. Clair County, which is... Yeah, I they, think in Monroe County, we have 60, 65 to 70, probably. And of those, like, restore homes are probably around... 35 kids maybe i think because we live in this little posh community we don't think that foster care exists in our community and it does so we are really literally ministering to our neighbors yep and this go go ahead no No, i'll go i'll go okay that's fine do it duncan this one is this that blows me away the most says eighty thousand of people in prison right now were in foster care at some point in their life and 60 percent of those were boys yeah that's our our boys wow so there's a need Oh my goodness. There's a need. There is a need. There's no, we're so thankful that, uh, like what your dad, what your, what your dad has done, what Jake is doing, that people are going uh, over the ocean, you know, to reach people. We're so thankful for that, but not everybody's called to do that. There's plenty to do right right here. Yeah. And foster care is so different because it brings the mess into your house. Mm -hmm. And I think people are afraid of that a lot. And it's hard. It's not like, I'm not going to say that it's not, extremely difficult but it's worth it yeah no it's so good and uh we got one more question Yeah, one for final you. question that we ask most people on here is if there's one most, thing is there a few people we don't ask we don't ask jamie every time well i mean he's doing a little different podcast every week well, sorry but, yeah, yeah well, sorry, one thing we ahead. ask everybody on here <laughs> is if there's one thing and jamie said two so you can say two if you want but if there's one thing that you would share with your with the LCC family and listeners, what would that be? Go to the One Life Banquet. I'm That's just true. kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Help us sell out. Which, by the Which, way, I will link that. Yeah, put a link in, in the bottom. Yeah. To our website, the but website. also we can do the direct link to the Buy to Dr. To Smart website. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think what I love most about our church is you can really feel, I don't really like the word energy, but I'll use that the energy on a Sunday morning that people are like happy to be here. They're, they want to be here. They can't wait to get here. Um, but I think it's out of a genuine like love for each other and love just to, to learn more about God, not cause it's a cool place to hang out and they bring people with them. That's my favorite part. So a lot of most of the, I don't know what the percentage, it'd be awesome to find out the percentage. I don't know how we would do that, but um, people invite people here. Yeah. They don't just come here and sit and leave. They bring people with them because they want people to yep. come and hear what they hear and feel what they feel and experience, what experience Jesus. And sometimes it's a, it's not like you can't, obviously I hope we're all 
telling people about Jesus outside of the four walls. But sometimes it's easier to bring someone and let them experience something and it just opens doors for conversations. Yep. So true. Yeah, it's the come and see kind of yeah. Yeah. You know, and again, not and because it's biblical. a show. We're not no. it's not a show. It's just come and feel what I'm feeling. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a start. Like the it's the invitation just to yeah. say like Jesus said, Hey, listen, why don't you just come hang out with me? Yeah. Let's go do what I'm doing. Yeah. No strings attached. And uh and I, I agree with you. I absolutely love it. I mean, I was just, I think I just made this statement a couple couple Sundays ago in, uh, while I was hosting, like, you know, I'm walking around putting out communion cups before service uh, on a Sunday that we're doing communion. And I'm noticing that people are like saving seats, you know, and I'm like, it's not like it's like a special morning. Like we have this uh, special thing going on. It's not whatnot. the Easter cantata. It's not the Easter yeah. cantata, right? <laughs> None of that. I'm like, how cool is it that yeah. like people are showing up early to make sure they get get a seat, you know, uh, get a seat they want. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, uh, I feel like for, I mean, years now I walk around and that's not, I'm not exaggerating. Sure. Walk around like, I don't know who any of these people are. Yeah. Who so are introduce these people coming to, to church? <laughs> so this Sunday, as many people as well, possible. Yeah. Introduce. Introduce yourself. No, yeah. that is very true, which is awesome. It is. It is really cool. I mean, there's times where I'm like, hey, my name is Sean. And they're like, I've been attending here for a year. I'm like, oop, my Ooh, bad. I've <laughs> done that same thing. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, oh. which is awesome. But that means that what I love about that, Kelly, is that like it's the body of Christ being the body of Christ. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we have a pastoral staff that has to be in the center of everything. Like we're right. all shepherding and pastoring and following Jesus together, together. all of us. And so sure. I love it. Can you pray us out? Sure. God, we thank you so much for Life Community Church and the people that you continue to bring into our path. We don't take it lightly, God, that you bring people in that we can guide and lead and shepherd into um, a deeper relationship with you. I pray that you continue to help us um, to grow and disciple and to keep reaching out to the lost and the hurting and the broken, that that's what you've called us to do is to go out and help help those, serve them, love them, and bring them into the knowledge of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to the This Is Life podcast. We are so happy that you have joined us. And for more information on Life Community Church, you can visit our website at lifeillinois.org. We'd also love to see you on a Sunday morning at church at either 845 or 1030.